Uh, I heard I heard the funniest thing. I, this is this is awful. But I, on one of the comment feeds of the news story, the guy climbing Trump Tower, the glass above him was shaking, and they're saying Harambe's gonna jump out and grab him inside the building, <laughs> and that's exactly what the police did. I'm running for president. No God! No God! Please no! Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the newest episode, episode number three of the Liberty Boys podcast. AKA, AKA Lib, Lib Chat. Chat. The chattiest of the libs. My name is uh, the Dylan Allman, and I'm here with uh, Max Eckert. No, the. No, the. I guess we can kind of get started. Uh, did, did you hear about that guy that started scaling Trump Tower, honestly, probably three hours ago? Yes, I did. That was kind of funny apparently he posted like a youtube video beforehand and was like yeah, explaining yeah. how he was going to do that to go talk to trump i, I don't yeah, understand he, uh, what, what, how he thought that, that was a good idea he was going to climb up trump towers and trump was going to be in there like just sitting at his desk and he was just going to yeah. climb through the window and be like what's up and talk to him i don't exactly <laughs> and, and apparently that was uh, a logical idea for him to kind of follow through on for some reason and it did not go well for him. I mean, he got yeah. a well, very yeah, large he, spotlight. Yeah, he, he got like 19 stories up, but then they, they, they just like grabbed his ass real quick and got <laughs> him inside the building. He just kind of like went off camera and everyone's like, oh, okay. And, and the news station, I was watching on CBS, I think, and they were saying that people were uh, cheering that he was getting caught. I'm like, hell no, they weren't cheering. If I saw that happen, I'd probably be booing too. Yeah. I'm like, keep going, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would want to watch that. They said they had to take him to the hospital because he was so exhausted, apparently. Oh, I'd imagine that's a like even just for a regular climber, you know, that's that that's that's quite a, a distance upward. You know, strangely enough, I was really really hoping in my own fantasy world that that was Gary Johnson climbing <laughs> Trump Trump Tower and just like I'm gonna make my way into these debates one way or another. <laughs> and he always talks about like climbing mountains and stuff, so I was like, you know, would it be that strange to see him just like climbing Trump Tower, like, hey? Oh, that would have been so great. I mean, would he would have like, gone to jail, but, you know. Publicity and everything. That would have been great. Everyone would be like, oh, wow, who's this Gary Johnson guy climbing Trump Tower? <laughs> <laughs> That's another candidate for president? What? Like, I want that guy in there. <laughs> I guess that kind of leads into the, since we kind of touched on Gary Johnson already, um, kind of something that I wanted to touch on briefly here. Um, I know touch I've it. had... <laughs> yeah, whip it good. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, no. Uh, I was talking to a group group of my, uh, of my of my colleagues, and you know, this is a this is an issue I've at least I've heard come across of some of my friends who are also libertarian and who also support Gary Johnson. Is that whenever you discuss him with someone outside of the of the libertarian party, I would say a good ninety percent of the time, uh, the other person will start off just kind of dismissing him in general because of his odds aren't good to have him winning mm -hmm. so uh the the argument that i had with some colleagues today um they were they were discussing um uh, you know just uh, gary johnson and i'm kind of ask asking me about him and uh and one of my friends had had mentioned i was ruining the election ruining you're gonna ruining, ruin the day like, like like ruining the 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 election because i was i was getting hillary voted in by by voting for uh, gary johnson see the funny thing is is people will say that on either side i've had people that'll say oh wow you're gonna vote for gary johnson that's just a vote for trump or wow exactly. you're gonna vote for gary johnson this is a vote for hillary it's it's and very it's, funny how 
equally upset both sides are that Gary Johnson is taking votes from their candidate. And we essentially have this false narrative of that he is somehow being extremely detrimental to one campaign or the other, at least in this case it was for Trump that uh, I, I was going to make Hillary president. And the the thing I immediately come across whenever I I see someone who with differing views, I kind of like to know what their stance is on policy to see if this is even a valid argument that they're presenting, or is this just something kind of a fanboy status that they had for Trump or Hillary or whoever we're talking about? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, which one of your uh, policies do you uh, do you like from Trump? And uh, the immediate the, the immediate response that you'll usually get from that is talking about, uh, oh, we need to work on immigration. Yeah. That's that's one of the hardest pressed issues that I've seen from Trump, and it's pretty clear what his stance is on that. And so that's kind of what I was what I was expecting, and um, I'm like, well, I I guess here's a here's a more current and uh, present issue. Uh, what what do you what do you think about us sending 1.15 billion dollars of uh, military assets to Saudi Arabia? And you know that 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 was kind of a of a loaded question to to an extent, considering all all the issues that we have had with the Middle East. I mean, why why are we sending? Uh, military assets to uh, a Middle Eastern country, which is practicing the very things that we're condemning ISIS for. Because Barack Obama, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, somehow Barack Obama's a Muslim or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, he just anyway. he supports sending all that money to them when... Right, you right. Know, and so... We're, they've admitted that they don't know that that money may be going to terrorist acts, and I think that that's ridiculous. And whenever you bring upon questions like that, uh, specifically with uh, with more conservative people, they're just like, "Of course, no. What, well, why are we doing that?" Um, I don't. And the most common answer is, "I don't think we should be in the Middle East at all." And the, that kind of brings me to my next part of my argument. At that time, it's just like, "Well, the, that's a very libertarian view of yours. It's a very non-interventionist policy. If, if we're not being attacked, why are we over here?" Mm -hmm. Granted, we have had terrorist attacks um, happen in the U.S., and I believe that there would be a, a, a need for a repercussion and consequence at that time. But our whole involvement in the Middle East over the, over the past 40 years hasn't been necessarily in response to being attacked. I mean, uh, given we have had 9-11 and uh, several incidents that would be uh, acceptable to take uh, to take action upon, not necessarily war, I would say, but um, that's kind of an... Of, uh, of a libertarian value that they had that they didn't even realize that they had. I'm like, well, that that's a very libertarian value of yours. And as we got talking and kind of progressing through uh, libertarian policy in general, they soon realized they have a lot of libertarian values and, hey, they might actually like Gary Johnson. And at that point, uh, we're kind of on the same page on policy. So I'm like, okay, so they found out they're libertarians. This is great, right? We have more, pe more people voting for Gary. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, in turn, they still hung on to the narrative that Gary doesn't have a chance of winning, so why would they vote for him? And that's a difficult thing to to really debate, because at that point, that person has already dismissed that uh, or presented the the fact that they're fully knowledgeable of their of the of the person's policy, and they completely agree with everything Gary has to say. But they're still not going to do it regardless, no matter of what you tell them, because they already agree with you on policy. So they have no reason to, to to switch over, and at that point, it's just kind of a stalemate. What are you going to do? Exactly. Because I can't. You can't physically present them with new poll numbers. You can present them with new information to change their mind on policy all you want, but if they're still going to be ignorant to the fact that, uh, you know, that he's even a potential candidate of someone that that that, they, that they're able to vote for, that's you know, what do, what do you do with that? Right. Yeah. I. I. I just that that kind of argument is just so. 
dumb. It's immature. Is, 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 yeah. Is, is what is it? It's like the, the the entire logic of that is I'm not going to vote for this person because I don't think other people are going to vote for this person. So you, it's a complete failure of democracy at that point because you're yes. no longer voting up for someone to represent you in government, which is what our country is founded upon. Is that's how our government works? You vote for people. You vote for people to represent you in government. That's what our, that, that's what a republic is. As soon as you have to vote for somebody, that's no longer democracy. That that's a complete flawed logic. That just because you don't think someone else can win means you don't vote for them. And and their argument is at that point is their represent their representation is more important than yours. That's essentially that's essentially what they're is that your your values and your what you feel is your best representation for yourself and government is somehow inferior to what theirs is. It, that that that's what the, that's what the argument is is that I am somehow hurting their vote towards Trump by voting for someone who I think best represents me, and that's a complete flaw of democracy. Yeah, and you know they say that you're wasting your vote voting for Gary Johnson or voting for any third party who in quotes doesn't have a chance to win. No, they're wasting their vote voting for someone that they don't believe in or someone that they don't like or agree with. That's wasting your vote, not voting for someone that you believe in. Absolutely, absolutely. So that we really need to work as a, as a collective to dismiss that false narrative, and that's that's honestly a logical fallacy. It's you're you're essentially turning the the biggest uh, election in the entire world like on a global platform the most impactful in my opinion you're turning you're turning this job into essentially nominating prom queen and making it the same importance as that because you and your friends are wanting to team up to make your friend prom queen even though she may not be the most deserving and that's, and that's essentially what this has turned into and this and this is like oh vote vote for trump you know policy doesn't matter trump trump doesn't even have any clear policies he'll flip-flop on stuff all the time because he doesn't actually know what anything means and and, and and he doesn't. And the argument you get is he's going to get people to uh, to to come along, and uh, he's going to get the right people hired. Who are these people then? Because I'm not only voting for Trump at that point. I'm voting for these other people who are apparently going to be running his entire administration. It's crazy. People will say, you know, he's going to get people around him that know what they're talking about. He's going to learn about these things. It, in what world is electing someone who doesn't already know about politics to be the president of the United States. That's insane. That's so baffling to me that people are willing to vote someone in who they actively know isn't smart in the thing that they're running for. And I'm all for the common man being uh, standing up and being elected into office and, and, and businessmen are fine with that. But, it, but at least have some knowledge of policy before going into it. Exactly. I'm not even talking necessarily having previous experience as a politician, although I think that does help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that gets a negative view nowadays, but uh, but I, I think doing ha- do having political experience helps because then you're able to interpret and uh, I'm sorry, not interpret, but but kind of understand what what the public policy is and what policy is, and kind of develop. I mean, that's any assortment of policy: foreign policy, domestic policy, economic policy. You know, it all that that's all extremely important, and I think you may not need to have all the answers for it. I don't think we've had anyone who has all the answers. But you need to have people there who can help you make those make those decisions. Mm-hmm. But as far as Trump is concerned, he doesn't have to even seem to have a lead on much. He, just like you said, he's flip flopping all over the place on things, 
and he says that he's going to get people hired to take care of all this for him while he's busy making America great again. But who are these people? I just thought of this analogy. I think it's pretty funny. Um, so it's like, it's like someone's like, okay, we're going to vote this new guy in to be the new quarterback for this NFL team. And they're like, we really like Dylan, even though Dylan is really scrawny and doesn't know to how to be a quarterback of an NFL team. But we really want him in because he says that he's going to surround himself by so many blockers and he's going to learn how to be a quarterback once he gets in office. <laughs> and then, and then it's that, that logic is crazy. Just vote the person in. Just get Tom Brady because he's clearly the best one for the job. Yeah, and then you have Trump over here acting like we're playing Madden or something. No, exactly. no, this is, no, this is a real NFL he's game, just, buddy. This isn't a simulation. Like you can't mess up. No, he is he is Madden in this situation. He's the he's the Madden from um the Madden games where where he'll just say like the most obvious things. Where he'll be like, if you don't try to catch the ball, you won't catch it. If you're not making yards, you're losing them. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, oh, th- thank you, John Madden. Thanks for clearing that one yeah, up for me. He's the, he's the John Madden <laughs> of this situation. That's just, that that's something that I've seen come up, and I'd like to kind of put everyone on the same page on that, is that, that if you haven't run into that yet, or that kind of opposition, that will happen. And, you know, it's there's not much you can do with that. At that point, it's just ignorance. If, if they're knowledgeable about uh, policy then they should be voting for him. If they're not, then what other influence do you have to change their mind if it's not for facts? I run into people constantly on Twitter, constantly, where they'll just completely dismiss it like it's nothing, where I'll say something about Gary Johnson, and they'll say, yeah, well, now you're just uh, giving a vote to Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, no. You see, that's exactly not what i'm doing i'm giving a vote to gary johnson i'm not giving yeah, a vote yeah. to anyone else no i'm sorry i don't think you understood me i said yeah. I'm, voting for, I'm voting for gary johnson not hillary clinton <laughs> you don't understand what's going on here and then you have the argument that's just like a, a vote for johnson is a is a vote against trump you shouldn't do that i'm like well no i'm actually voting against both of you exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it's not a vote against any it's one not person. just you i'm also vote voting against everyone I'm also else. voting against the other person so don't worry about it it kind of cancels out. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand people's logic. Well, I understand people's logic. It's just not good logic. It, it really, it infuriates me. But I've gotten to the point where I can respond in a very respectful manner. And I get, I even get messages after I respond to those people, like applauding me for being respectful because they couldn't do that in those situations. And I think that that's, I think that's kind of hilarious how that happens. I, I've run into people who will say that Gary Johnson is not a true libertarian like all the time people that I look up to like Ben Shapiro I think he's amazing I really like him but he constantly says how Gary Johnson's not a libertarian and and all this stuff and you know I get that Gary Johnson may not be the best libertarian but you have to step back and think he is more libertarian than any of the candidates out there. Way right, more. Right, right. And you have to you have to look at who's the best option. And right now, Gary Johnson's the best option. He may not be the best libertarian, but you have to look and see. He has the best libertarian policies, or the most libertarian policies. And also, he's getting into the limelight to the point where he is bringing all of this attention to the Libertarian Party and most, impo- most importantly 
to all of the libertarian ideologies where people are truly understanding what they believe and they really like what he's talking about. So in the future, people who may be more libertarian than Gary Johnson, who are running for office, people will see them and, and you know, understand what it is because of Gary Johnson. So even if he's not the best libertarian right now, he's the best option, and he's also really, really helping with the cause. So you people need to back off, okay? And I, I completely follow that, honestly. Um, I, th I think it's about time that uh, as, as voters in the United States that we start treating elections like a, like a job interview, um, that we're, we're the employers and they're the potential employees, because that's really what this is all about. And... Um, you know, we're, we kind of sit down, all of the potential uh, job candidates in front of us, and right now, I, um, we'll, in this case, it'd be, you know, Trump, Hillary, uh, Johnson, and uh, Jill Stein. And who is going to do, the, uh, who's going to be the best person to, f to fulfill this job? And uh, kind of like what you, what, you, what you touched on, he's he's the best one that we got. He may he may not be the most libertarian or as libertarian as we'd like him to be. Or um, I think what we touched on in our previous video about is he may not have the backbone that people want. But out of those four, I think he has um, the most promising uh, job background. And, and honestly, I think he'd fulfill the position the best out of the four. That's 100% how I feel about that. And, you know, I, I just I just wish people would would get behind it. I mean, a lot of people um, behind the, the Trump train and, and uh, Hillary Clinton are just all about it. And, you know, I'm sick of facts coming out of um, facts coming out of both of their campaigns and things that happen and people just completely look over it. And I'm just like, how? You know, if your candidate comes out and has the FBI director admits that they have committed these crimes and Donald Trump comes out and makes jokes about Hillary Clinton getting shot or, you know, doing all this stupid stuff. And people just look past it like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah it's like we're almost accustomed to it at this point and that's really sad. People are just I mean, okay with politicians being liars and okay with politicians being dirty and corrupt. That, that just makes me ask, are, they, are these Why? really the two best people we have? No. Of course not. So why aren't we voting for the right ones? Because they can't win, apparently. Ex exactly. And, and you know, people get, say they get so tired of voting of the lesser of two evils, then quit voting for them. Exactly. That's the reason that third parties never win, is because people say they'll never win, so they don't e vote. Exactly. The, the way you make third parties win... You know, this is this is an undercover note, Dylan. I don't think I don't think you really get this. This yeah, is top I, secret stuff. Clearly, don't. If you vote for someone, yeah, th and and multiple people, people like the majority of people vote for one person, they they they, they win. Well, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I'm being dead serious, man. If if someone gets enough votes, they win. So it doesn't matter what anyone else is voting for, or who your cousins voting for, or who your friends are voting for, or who your coworkers are voting for. Vote who you want to vote for, because that's how you get the, the the best person to represent you. You wonder why you have bad representation in government is because you vote for bad representation. Because you vote for them, exactly. It's crazy. Just people need to do what Crestude. That's good, right? Crestude. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I was like, what is Tez crude? I'm like, you know, I almost started Googling that. I'm like, I need to learn what this means before I say something. <laughs> Go by what he said. Vote your conscience. 
vote for who you want to be in office, not for who you don't want to be in office. Because that's crazy. To, to vote against someone else, that's just so baffling to me. Vote for the person that you yeah. think is best for the job and you want in office. And pe- even people who we explain this to, they'll still blow it off and they'll still say, he has no chance, I would rather have Trump in the office than Hillary. And, you know, I get that argument, but if everybody uses that argument, no progress will ever be made. And that's why it's just a fallacy, man. It's, it is. It's like, I'm not going to do this because my friends aren't doing this. And I'm just like, what? Exactly. It's crazy. This, this is representation in your government. Like, who who cares what your neighbor's voting for or what he's campaigning for? Vote for what best represents you. And chances are, it's not Hillary or Trump, I can tell you that. It, exactly. Because no one knows what Trump actually stands for. And... Everyone he's, not, knows. he's not sure either, so it's, so it's okay. <laughs> and everyone knows what Hillary Clinton stands for because it's whatever's popular. So whatever's popular is what Hillary Clinton stands for. Apparently. You know, I, I actually love that meme that had uh, Bernie Sanders being compared to Hillary Clinton. And he is saying, like, the the cool thing or whatever, and then she would just say something like, really lame. And it, I thought that was awesome. It was just <laughs> funny to me. This last thing I wanted to talk about is um, I, I put on Facebook, I, I was kind of uh, being a little... A little negative towards Jill Stein. Oh uh, no, no, you weren't. No way. <laughs> I definitely was. Um, and you know, I get it. Like she's helping with the whole getting rid of the two-party system. People are giving her attention. She's she's helping out. But still, it doesn't matter. It, it's great that she's not corrupt. It's great that she's not a blabbering idiot. But her policies. I mean, speak volumes. People, I, I posted something a little negative about, well, all three of the candidates, and, and someone kind of called me out and said, look, we, not be, we, we may not be voting for the same person, but we're on the same side. We're against the two-party corruption system. And I was like, I get that. But Jill Stein, her policies and the way she wants to run the government, it's to the point where it completely almost gets rid of the liberty and personal freedom that I hold very dear to me. And I'm not going to talk nice about someone who is okay with taking those freedoms away from me and making everyone around me dependent on the government to the point where it's completely against it's completely against the the ideologies that this country was founded on. And it's completely doing an entire 180. And even though Jill Stein might be a great person, I can't I can't talk nice about someone who's going to do that to me. And I, I don't have any I have nothing against Jill Stein. You know, I'm I I think it's good that we have disagreements on policy and mm-hmm. we're not attacking that character or attacking each other because exactly. that's not that's not really an issue. And honestly, I I. Uh, give you a lot of props for that is because we're not we're no longer having an, an argument about nothing we're having an argument on policy and I, I would agree with almost everything that you said um i have i have no issue with her on it i would love to see her on the debate stage too yeah i, I mean but, i'd love to see like, her on the debate I, I would, stage i would love to get her up there why i want to have four parties up there yeah. you know I, i'd love to drag her in uh not drag her wow <laughs> 
I was gonna say drag her up there, but that that, that sounded bad, so I tried to re retract myself. But yeah, go ahead and bring her up there. We would love to have, um, even though it's a polar opposite of, of what we stand for. Polar opposite. I, I, I think it's fantastic. I love to. I love debating people. I, I I think it'd be fantastic to have her up there. I think she'd stir things up as well. But I, as far as policies are are concerned, we couldn't be more opposite. But I, I'm not going to talk bad about her or get any, anything personal about it. We just have disagreements on how we think government needs to be run. There's nothing that personal that needs to go into that. Exactly. And, you know, that's really going to bring to the debate stage. If there is Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, they're going to be throwing personal jabs at each other. Oh, If, uh, Ga if uh, Gary Johnson and Jill Stein are on the debate stage, it's going to be pure policy. And, and, yeah, it's going to make the other two ones look so stupid. And there's actually a website. I'm going to have to find the URL again. But there's there's an actual website where people are taking wagers on um, which debate Trump is finally going to call Hillary a bitch. <laughs> you can actually bet money on this website. And it's just like, what is he going to do? Eventually, this guy, you know, he, he can't hold his mouth. He can't contain himself. He just kind of blurbs out something. And then his campaign is like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> little, little Trump meant this. Oh, he didn't mean he wanted us to kill Hillary. Uh, oh, he didn't mean this. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> so, it's like, um, good luck pushing yeah. that. <laughs> and and they're both going to be jabbing at each other all day. And it's going to be, majority of it's going to be personal. I'd love to get a tally on that, on how many points of policy we're going to attack. How many times is uh, Trump going to bring up the previous scandals of Hillary? Not that there aren't, how many now? A dozen? A uh, more than that there's plenty to talk on that but and i think it's good that we do bring that up and that is brought to the light of voters mm -hmm. but at the debates let's talk policy let's talk what you're going to present to this country and why i should vote for you see that would be great and i would love that and, and i wish that that's how it would be but the majority i'm not gonna say the majority uh, lots and lots of voters in america don't care about that they just care about the personal things. They're like, yeah, I want to go up there and see Donald Trump destroy Hillary Clinton. But when he goes up there and doesn't, they're not going to care. They're not going to want to vote at all because they only care about the scandals. They only care about Trump saying stupid stuff. They don't care about the policies. And that's just how lots of America has evolved into. And, and I hate that. And I really wish it would go to policies. But that, I mean, that's just a reality that, that I wish would change and, and I kind of push for it to change, but it's not going to change this time around. Yeah. But Gary Johnson being up there, being the adult on stage, and actually talking policy is going to make them look so stupid. And, 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 I and cannot he's, he's wait. even said that. He's like, well, please let me be, go up there and be the adult on, on the stage. Exactly. Like, I will sit here and talk policy. And he said that many times. He's not going to personally attack anybody. He refuses to do it in an interview. I mean, he did call Trump a pussy, and I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. But the video's on my Twitter. It is that's so like a, that's, that's a single soundbite, okay? He wasn't on a debate floor. That was in a short, like, down-the-hall interview. And I guess that's what we can name this episode of the podcast is just... Uh, Donald Trump's a pussy. Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> we could actually... We might as well do that, but... um. Um, we could do uh, just just call it policy or something. I mean, we really need to be focusing on policy. That's what, oh, of course. what all the debates are going to be about. So, and that's kind of what we discussed here, even with our first uh, little bit there, where mm -hmm. I was uh, talking about a few friends of mine. Is that we're not when you make sure we're focusing on policy and not on when win percentage or any of this. Yeah, stuff. because this all, all the personal stuff, it doesn't matter when you're running. 
for office, for the president of the United States, what you're going to do with the country is what matters. Not if you say something stupid on stage or calling, saying someone's hands are really big. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, that stuff doesn't matter. And people need to understand that that stuff doesn't matter. And I mean, even though it may be fun to, to say funny things about other people, what, what really matters is this comes down is how they're going to run this country. And I think Gary Johnson is going to be the greatest out of these four candidates. And, you know, I, I truly believe he's going to be on the debate stage. There was articles that came out that they're getting, they're, they're preparing, they're preparing for a third podium, which is great. I don't think Jill Stein is going to be on stage because she's not on the ballot in all 50 states and her polling percentage is considerably lower than Gary Johnson. But it, it would be great to have her on there, honestly, because it, it would make a lot of people realize, wait, Hillary Clinton's not the, not the only woman nominee and people right right that would that's, that's blow like, people's honestly, minds that might that would take away votes from her it's just like oh well she's oh, not yeah. the only woman okay that's all i really wanted anyway oh yeah that that's pretty much going to wrap up our uh, our episode here just wanted to touch on a couple i'm of gonna things. say keyword gumbo keyword so gumbo. <laughs> uh go ahead and uh i guess is that called at me on twitter yeah mention Mention me on Twitter yeah, yeah. saying the word GUMBO in all caps, and I will give you a shout-out. And I'll do that for the first... We'll do it for the first five people this time. First five people. There, we, we have, there were a good amount of people that, that decided to, to yeah, send we've a message been getting fantastic responses. I actually got... I want to say I got a good... Uh, 10 or 11 on the first one that I did and I was like whoa holy crap and we posted that one kind of late at night too I was really surprised but I woke up the next yeah. morning and I had qu had quite a few and I was just like oh that's 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 awesome so I guess we'll increase it to five I said, I said five right yep okay yeah <laughs> well we'll increase it to five and uh, use the keyword that I mentioned before because I don't know if anyone's actually listening this far <laughs> well there was there was a good amount last time so just, I went uh, on like a long rant there. I didn't realize it took up that much time. Ah, oh, dude, it's cool. So, if you're listening to this long, tweet at Max Eckert, gumbo, all caps. All caps. Don't forget the all caps, right? I'll, I'll give you half a shout out. Actually, I'll give you a shout out in all no caps. <laughs> you, you get nothing. It's going to be a sad tweet if you if you do a low cap gumbo. That and I'll only be... do one of those because if you're listening this far, because uh, <laughs> some people I'm sure just heard, heard the little keyword then just left yeah that's all they but care about if is you getting do, that shout out no lie if you do a low cap gumbo back to me <laughs> I, I will uh i will definitely we'll actually have you on a segment of our next show for a whole minute whole minute a whole right. minute that they, they can they can get on here and talk about anything they want awesome that sounds we stand for liberty and freedom so you can talk about whatever you want for a minute and you have me and dylan's time hopefully dylan agrees i'm, I'm all I'm putting words in his mouth right now no it is but it's, um it's, it's a good plan yeah i, I think <laughs> if we if we have stuff like this every once in a while and uh it'd be great community get, get involvement community involvement exactly i think that's fantastic i like it because eventually we're going to start making this a little bit more professional maybe putting an extra show in for the community in the future um but that's kind of in the in the future but talking about it figuring the it out in the future oh my god what <laughs> nothing i'm messing with you man okay okay <laughs> so we're gonna end the episode um if you if you enjoyed it please feel free to follow slash subscribe and like 
this podcast and uh, follow us on Twitter at Max Eckert and the at at the Dylan Allman. <laughs> and uh, feel free to watch our podcast in the future because we enjoy doing this and we love you very much. Harambe approves. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. And, <laughs> And uh, I heard I heard the funniest thing. I, this is this is awful. But I, I, on one of the comment feeds of the news story, the guy climbing Trump Tower, the glass above him was shaking, and they're saying Harambe's gonna jump out and grab him inside the <laughs> building, and that's exactly what the police did. Oh man, he was the, the Harambe was dressed like the police. Uh all right, Ardell, leave him with a little beatbox. Uh, live chat. Yeah. Uh huh. Here we go. See you later. Peace. (laughs) Hey, where are the white women at? I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids.